Welcome to Hindsight. This is the podcast where I talk about my memories with old games. Today's game of choice is Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is a originally a PC title, uh, released in like 2016, 2017, uh, and I had just played through this game for the first time around last December or Jan, like, you know, like just 2020, 2021, uh, right around that time, turn of the year, and it is a game that has just enraptured me with its design and its gameplay elements. Uh, actually, surprisingly, not so much its story. Um, I thought the characters were good, but uh, the overarching story just hits me kind of vague. Uh, it's not going to be the center point of this episode, just because like there are thousands of hours of people who have spent the time to do that a lot better than I could. Uh, even if that was the point of what I wanted to do, rather than just throwing it out there. Uh, the basis of the story is you are uh, this vessel who is able to kind of subdue this infection that's taking over the kingdom of Hollow Nest. Uh, and I guess just to keep spoilers at a minimum, I'm not going to really talk about it much more than that, because that's not really the important part of this game. Uh, the important part of this game is that it is a Metroidvania produced by Team Cherry. Uh, Team Cherry is currently working on the follow-up to Hollow Knight, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is extremely highly anticipated, especially by me. So eventually that will release. Hollow Knight, I should say, is the game that has kind of invited me into the uh, Soulsborne space. So I am not, originally, I am not a gamer who liked, you know, the NES hard, you're going to get game overs hundreds of times before you actually conquer these challenges. Uh, but Hollow Knight was the first game where that clicked with me, uh, and made me really appreciate the difficulty in these games in the way that you're really overcoming these tough challenges and mastering uh, the mechanics of the game to do so. So my experience with Hollow Knight was really, it was rough to begin with. Uh, I had a really hard time getting into it. I tried, I think I put about five hours into it and kind of wanted to quit. Uh, and that's when I hit some of the first bosses. Uh, things like 
the the soul master i think is is the name of the character uh who you get the uh downward dash from uh and some of the other bosses that just there's a really good design to a lot of these t- styles of games where the difficulty increases at a rate that just continues to push the player so so much that it doesn't seem like the challenges you're facing are immovable, uh, impossible tasks. And I really appreciate the way that Hollow Knight uh, had this difficulty curve placed. Uh, I never really found too many places in the game where I I had to just stop uh, and then come back to it later or just give up in general. And I should mention that that is before the DLC content. Uh, I did not want to invest the time and energy into the DLC content with, uh, like, Grimm's troop uh, and, of course, the what is it the like god seeker uh content with all of the like mega hard boss fights uh i it just didn't really that wasn't something that i wanted out of the game um the thing that clicked with me more than anything else was the discovery of the world and the environment uh there's so many little secret spaces in the game uh and the map for hollow knight is so big but never wastes a single tiny space uh, of that map so if there is a space on the map that hasn't been filled in more than likely there is something hidden in one of the directions around that space that you can you know break a block or activate a switch or do some other thing to open up that slot Uh, and get your way in there. And I really, really loved uh, the way that the game helped you benefit from exploring. Uh, There was always something to find. There were more fights, more areas, uh, all of these distinct and unique places to discover uh, as you went around the kingdom. I love the way that the game continues to open up as you uh, collect abilities, as you grab things like the Mantis Claw and you're able to wall jump after that, as you grab the Crystal Dash and you're able to uh, do long jumps across chasms and the double jump and the cape uh, and the shadow cape and all of these things uh, and the upgrades to those and all of the charms. There's, for me, there's just so much to love in this game that I could just go on for like two hours uh, just talking about it. The the game has cemented itself in my top three games of all time. Uh, just for all of the things that it does, all the fights, and the way that it pushes. And to me, I feel that it encourages the player to overcome, uh, to meet a challenge where it is, and to train yourself up in order to conquer that challenge. Uh, And I think one of the really brilliant ways that the game does this is the size difference between your character, the pure vessel, and almost every other uh, intimidatingly large or 
potent fight of whatever kind. Uh, every boss, practically, is several times your size, uh, making you feel very much like the underdog in all of these situations. Uh, and I love that the game puts that in front of you and makes you really, really feel like you are coming to these fights in order to overcome something that is stronger and greater than you are. Uh, and having to prove yourself that way is something that uh, really stuck with me uh, even a year later after playing the game. So there's that, uh, all of the mechanics and all of that, the discovery of the game. Those are all things that I really, really loved to see. Uh, things that I would love to see come back in Silk Song. I, I hope that they continue to have that feeling of... Uh, that feeling of discovery, uh, as well as all of those small moments, feeling like your character is really uh, a part of the world in a significant way. be a missed opportunity for me not to mention the phenomenal soundtrack and art in this game. Uh, there's a reason that it is in my top three games of all time, and it is not just because it is a fun game to play. There are so many moments when you reach uh, the City of Tears, when you get to Green Path, uh, when you get up to certain areas and certain boss fights that it's hard to not just stop and look and listen to what is going on on your screen uh, and just take that moment to feel the emotion that has been poured into this title. Uh, there's so much of that just pouring out of this game and it, it is really, really easy to see that. Uh, just getting into it for the first time, seeing the opening of the game, the vessel falling down into Hollow Nest, uh, and making your way to the city, seeing and hearing the narrative from the point of view of the characters in this world, uh, and their, their own discovery in this world. Uh, all of the things that have been taken, all the things that have been lost through uh, the things that have happened in this world that you have come to kind of put an end to. I, I just love all of that, uh, the, the emotional impact of the story. Uh, even if I don't talk about the story itself, just the weight uh, that it has all the way through uh, and... I should mention this game was like a 40 plus hour ordeal for me to get through and I adored every moment that I was in this world. 
uh, and I still think about it on nearly a daily basis. I find myself humming the tunes and thinking about the world and the characters and the art. Um, it's so unique in such a magnificent and powerful way, uh, and it is no wonder that it has gained such a following. Uh, there has there's clearly so much work and so much love and devotion put into this product, uh, and I couldn't be happier with the way that it turned out. And I just wish that I had been there from the beginning uh, to see all of that unfold and these DLCs add on to the experience and all of this. Uh, so I love the way they did that. I love how the developers. Uh, gave out the DLCs as free content updates, uh, you know, rather than doing something like charging extra for these DLCs, even though they are absolutely worthwhile, uh, and they certainly could have done that. Maybe they should have done that. Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Shovel Knight as well, uh, which is another fantastic game uh, that kind of does the same thing uh, and has a lot of the same hallmarks that I'm talking about with this game. Uh, I do have a review video, I believe, uh, of Hollow Knight on my YouTube channel uh, where I talk a little bit more about what the game means to me, uh, and I'm sure I'm doubling over that content into this episode, uh, but that just goes to show how much I've appreciated this game. Uh, I did stream it on my Twitch channel. Uh, when I was playing through it, and I have a bunch of videos logged from that experience uh, over in my Twitch channel as well. Uh, but, man, this is a game that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. Um, I, It's just weird, because there are games that stick with you for so long, and there are games like uh, Star Fox is one of the ones that I play annually, uh, and I love that game, but I don't love it as much as Hollow Knight, and I don't know that I would play Hollow Knight annually like that. It's something that I'm sure I'll come back to more than once, but uh, I don't know if it's something that I feel I need to constantly reinvest uh, into myself. I think it's something that has stuck with me so firmly uh, that it's not an experience I need to constantly reindulge in. Uh, though I, I suppose I am constantly listening to the soundtrack, so it doesn't really uh, it doesn't really matter because I'm, you know, taking it in regardless. Uh, I've probably listened to the soundtrack over a hundred times uh, in its entirety. And then all of the many, many covers and all of the rest that people have done, for this game, because it is so well-loved uh, and absolutely deserving of it. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's that's my thoughts on the game. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot else to say, but um, thanks for coming and checking it out the episode. Uh, this was a lot of fun. A little bit new uh, format. I know I talked about it in the last episode, but... Uh, this is going to be a little cozier of a uh, situation, the way I'm going to be talking about the games and looking at uh, the things that I like and what stuck with me, things like that, uh, rather than 
probably so much talking about the story because you can find dozens of story videos uh, for pretty much any game out there that I could ever talk about. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, maybe put a little more of a personalized content out in front. Uh, and this is a little bit more of what that's going to be like. So uh, a bit of a kind of review content, a little bit of a memoir of sorts, a little bit of a diary uh, of the things that I like and the things I remember. So uh, look forward to that. I guess you could kind of call this like a season two of Hindsight, kind of mixing up the format a little bit, and uh, we'll just go forward from there. So uh, yeah, look forward to the next episode. I know I am, so uh, I will see you then. Thank you.